Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the share where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day. Well, saves the commentary and practical advice to say, I hope you had a wonderful hiatus. I know we did many different life changes and whatnot, but now we're back in the chapter 4, Perak Dalin, and we're more than halfway through now, talking about one of my favorite Mishnahs in all of Pirkei Avos. Let's look at it after we talk about the intro. Kol Yisrael Yeshlehem Chelek Le'olam Habo. All of Israel has a share in the world to come. Everyone is guaranteed, if you follow the ways of the Torah, you follow the mitzvahs, you follow the chesed, you follow doing a Torah way of life, being involved in helping out others, you too have a share in the world to come. Of course, in Perak itself, in Sanhedrin, I believe, in the Talmud, they talk about those who don't have a share in the world to come, which does not negate the fact that everyone in general does have a share, but there's some people who forfeit their share in the world to come. They talk about Gehazi, who was the attendant for Elisha, not a nice individual. He had many different character flaws and whatnot, but for different reasons, he did not merit to have it. They talk about the four hedyots, the non non kings, and the and the malachim who were kings who lost their pro, their share, like Yeravim, who caused basically the Jews to sin. You know, he was a sinner and caused the Jews to sin. He put stumbling blocks so people couldn't get to the Beit Hamikdash after the Jewish people split in the kingdom of the Israelites and the kingdom of the Judites. So there are different people that can forfeit the share, but in general, we all have the ability. We have that plot of land, if you will, Kiviachom in the world to come. We all have it. We just have to grab it. How do we know this? Shinemar, it says, Your people are all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. They're the branch of my planting. My handiwork in which to take pride. Everyone can be righteous. Everyone has the ability. Everyone is like a branch. Everyone is like a plant and a root. You just have to take root. Following the Torah, following the mitzvahs, following the chesed in your life, and you to hopefully can grab the world to come for yourself as well. We come to one of the most famous missions in all Pirkei Avos, one of the favorite ones of mine also, Ben Zoma teaching us many, many practical aspects and important aspects of how to live life. Ben Zoma Omer, Ben Zoma says, Ezehu Chacham, who is really a wise person, who is really a smart person? Someone, Hala made me call Adam, someone who learns from every person, someone who's able to take in advice from every single one around them. You can work in a non-Jewish institution, you can work in a non-Jewish environment like I do, you could still learn from everyone around you, you could still learn something from everyone. You could even learn something from an enemy, if you will, even though we're not supposed to have enemies, of what not to do. You could learn stuff even from sinners of what to avoid, what pitfalls not to do. You could learn something from someone who is not patient, that you should be patient. You could learn something from someone who's stingy, that you shouldn't be stingy. You could learn something from someone who's greedy, you shouldn't be greedy. There's something to learn from everyone, and that's why every person we interact with, every person we talk to, is ability to make a Kiddush Hashem. You know, at work, I purposely work, I purposely wear a kippah inside the building so people see that we could be a walking Kiddush Hashem, that we're ambassador of the Jewish people, or ambassadors of Hashem. When I call different people, even customer service or, co- or companies and the like, we have to interact in the right way. There's always something to learn from everyone. There's always a way to interact with people in a right way, a proper way, asking them their name, asking how they're doing, interacting with them in a nice way, in a nice manner, even a crossing guard, even a security guard. Everyone you talk to is someone you can turn, interact with. I was actually walking around my new location around today, talking to different people, including the safety agents, including everyone around, because there's always something to learn from everyone. There's always something you can interact with and talk to each person. 
How do we know that you're supposed to learn from each person? From all my teachers, I grew wise. Not just one of my teachers, from all of my teachers. And there's another mission of the teachers that David teaches us. Even from Al-Khitopal, who was not a good person, did not stay on his side. He only learned two little things about how you're supposed to not use a base mitzvah as a shortcut, people say, and how you're supposed to have a charusa. And you're supposed to say something when you walk into the into the basement, into the shul. And David called him my teacher, my guide, my my mentor. And that's only two little things you learn from a person. That's why if you learn even anything from another person, a letter, a word, a verse, you're supposed to give them honor. That's from another Mishnah later on. Ezehu Gibor, who is a really strong person? Who is a person that really is mighty? Not someone who 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 is a Samsonite. Not someone who is Samson who has muscles out to the wazoo. Because that doesn't come with you after 120 years. Real work, real strength is inner strength, inner conviction. Working on yourself, working on your traits. It's harder to change a trait than it is to build an entire city. It's harder to do internal work than to externally build something with your hands. Ezehu Gibor, who's a really strong person. Hakovish es Yitzro. He who subdues his personal inclination. He who overpowers his bad midos, his bad traits inside, which is a lifelong struggle, a lifelong battle, a lifelong process. They say that the Yetzirah would kill a person every single day if not for Hashem helping us to overdo that 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 Yetzirah, to fight down the Yetzirah. That's the warrior that never quits. You have to bear arms and take your shield every single day in order to fight the Yetzirah, in order to subdue the evil inclination, you have to be a really strong person to take care and uproot that treat. How do we know this? Shenemar, as it says, Tov erach Migibor. He who is slow to anger is better than the strong man. Umo shal ir. And a master of his passions is better than a conqueror of a city. You could take down the whole world. It could be Alexander the Great, but if you never work on yourself inside, you never work on your traits, you're not really a strong person. You could be Napoleon, small in stature, but big in conquering, but you never work on the inner convictions of yourself. You never try to change your traits. Are you really a strong person? Are you really someone who's strong in any way, strong in willpower? Not if you don't work on yourself throughout your whole life. Ezehu Ashir, who is a rich person? Who is really a rich person? And by the way, when they talk about Chacham, who is really a smart person, there's another way of looking about it. The Talmud also says, Haroa Esanola, someone who foresees the future, someone who could kind of see the consequence of his, of his actions, kind of like the idea of thinking twice before you speak, thinking three times before you take action, thinking what could be the domino effect, what could be the effect of what you do, what you're involved in, what could be the ramifications of something you do or something you say. A real smart person not only learns from everyone, but also sees the future, foresees the consequences of an action. Oh yeah, maybe I, I shouldn't cut off those three people in line. Really, it's going to trigger a chain reaction of really angry people and starting a big chil Hashem. Oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't cut that person in the supermarket. Maybe I shouldn't bash that person or or do this or do that thing because what the future might be might not be so good. If you're a really smart person, you learn from every person and you foresee the consequences of your actions as the Talmud tries to tell us. Ezehu Ashir, who is a really rich person, a really... Happy person, really rich person, hasameach bechalka. He who is happy and content with his lot. You know, Hashem 
makes everything for us. Hashem sets up everything for us. Hakol bidei shemayim. Everything is from Hashem. Chutzmir shemayim, except for, you know, servicing Hashem and and doing mitzvahs and avoiding averos. Hashem doesn't choose the path for you if you're doing good or doing bad. That you choose yourself. But Hashem is the one that found your spouse. Hashem gave you the spouse. Hashem gave you the job. Hashem gave you the exact house you're in, the exact car you have. That all came from Hashem. So if this is exactly what you're supposed to have, why should you not be happy with your lot? Oh yeah, my friend, my co-worker has a 3,500 square foot house in the middle of a different state, but that's not meant for me. I need to be content, happy with my own lot in life, with my own house, my own car, my own materialistic possessions, because that doesn't come with us anyway after 120 years. That's not what really makes a person happy. Often, oftentimes my wife and I say the phrase happiness is what really matters. You know, money comes and goes, but memories, happiness, taking care of one another and doing for one another, that's what really stays. The memory stays. No one takes their house with them after 120 years. No one takes their goods with them after 120 years. No one takes their car with them after 120 years. That's why it doesn't make sense to pursue the Benjamins. It's not all about the Benjamins. It's really all about the memories and taking care of one another. What comes after after 120 is the is the actions your mitzvahs, your chesed, your Torah learning, the good name you made for yourself. So to be happy is someone who really could be content with their lot. No, I don't need a 13-bedroom house. No, I do not need a house that has even seven or eight or six or five or four bedrooms. It's not about how big the house is. Oh, your house is so small. Oh, you have such a small thing. No, it might seem little in stature to you, but it's big in nature and it's happy in nature to me. Hashem gives exactly what you need. You could look at 34 houses. You look at 42 houses. You could look at 78 houses. Hashem knows exactly what's supposed to be from you. And how do we know this? The Pasuk teaches us, It says, When you eat of the labor of your hands, you are happy and all is well with you. You're happy in this world. All is well with you in the world to come. Because none of this materialism is going to come with you anyway. After 100 20 years. And finally, who is a really honored person? Who is really put on a pedestal? Who is really taken care of with honor? When you honor other people, the honor will come back to you. And the Talmud also talks about if you run after honor, honor will flee from you. But if you run away from honor, honor will chase after you. Because you're not supposed to pursue the honor. Hashem will get it to you when you deserve it, if you deserve it. But don't run after it, don't pursue it. It's going to fly away from you. How do we know this? Shinemar is it says, Ki For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who scorn me shall be degraded. So the mission talks about he who was wise. Of course, the commentary of the Sforno here in Season 5 with Rabbi Pelkovitz's notes. The intent of this chapter is to guide and instruct man to attain the attributes of Zahirus, watchfulness, and Zerizus zeal. These virtues can be realized when a man's purpose in all his deeds is to honor his maker. For then, he will zealously act in such a way as to bring honor to God, the Blessed One, and will carefully desist from actions which will yield negative results, like desecrating God's name, God forbid. The Prophet said, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the strong man glory in his strength. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me. Yermiyahu points out this means the wise, the strong, the rich should only glory in these traits if they are preceded by and predicated upon the knowledge and understanding of God's greatness. For this will cause him to utilize his wisdom, might, and riches exclusively in the honor of Hashem. Blessed is he. 
The wise man of whom the prophet speaks refers to a person who is wise in the ways of the world, has attained the kind of wisdom that comes mostly from experience. This wisdom can only be acquired when one learns from every person, for then one accumulates wisdom through the various experiences of numerous individuals. So who is a strong person? Subduing the personal inclination. To whom did the prophet refer when he says, Who is strong to he who have subdues his personal inclination? He proves this from the verse Tov Gibor. He who is slow to anger is better than the strong man. Superiority can only be measured when one compares two things which belong in the same category. Hence the Tana says, He who is slow to anger is forbearing, Mavir al and as such is greater than a strong man who subdues his personal inclination for only a brief period. Who is rich, he was happy with his lot. To whom did the prophet refer when he said, Who is rich, to he who is happy with his lot, does not waste all of his time attaining illusory possessions. Prince Zoma quotes the verse in Psalms. When you eat of the labor of your hands, you are happy, meaning that when the labor of your hands suffices for all your needs, you do not seek more, you will be happy in this world, to the same degree that the rich man is happy in comparison to the masses. Who is honored, he who honors others. Since the intent and purpose of the righteous individual who is worthy to be praised for all these qualities is to gain the respect of the people so that they will ultimately try to emulate him and thereby bring honor to God, Ben Zoma tells us this can only be accomplished when one honors others and does not become arrogant and vain as a result of his praise. Rather, one's praise should be entirely for the honor of Hashem as it is written, I continually praise you. One who does this will ultimately be honored. As is written, those who honor me, I will honor. The notes point out that the Svarna links Benzoma's teachings regarding wisdom, strength, and wealth to the words of Jeremiah the prophet. Both Benzoma and Jeremiah emphasize that the usual meaning of each of these terms, wisdom, strength, and wealth, would be overly superficial and quite insignificant. The prophet, according to the Svarna, teaches us that these gifts are blessings only if they are informed by the knowledge of God and an understanding of what he expects man to use them for. Benzoma now elaborates on the prophet's teaching as he understands that wisdom refers to worldly wisdom, which one acquires in time through personal interaction action, life experiences, and exposure to varied circumstances and people's strength is to be understood as internal moral strength and self-control. While wealth is not to be measured quantitatively, but qualitatively, Benzoma teaches that a person who understands and appreciates these three blessings for what they truly are will have honor bestowed upon him. So remember, the truly wise person is someone who learns from everyone, every interaction, everyone he involves himself with and thinks about the consequences of actions, foresees the outcome of events. The really strong person is someone who works on himself innerly, on his traits as midos, which is a lifelong struggle and batter, fa- battle, follow fighting the Yitzhahara his whole life. The really rich person is really happy with his lot, really content with his lot, knows that exactly is what you have is what Hashem gave you. The children you have, the, the house you have, the, the job you have, the possessions you have, all comes from Hashem. And the really honored person is someone that runs away from honor, but honors those around him. If we internalize these things, hopefully we could have a much more fulling, fulfilling and much more beautiful life. Join us next time as we talk about running to perform even a minor mitzvah here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.